Today on the show, we're talking about should you consider semi-retirement? Welcome to Simple Money Solutions Podcast, your path to financial independence through deliberate lifestyle choices. My name's Courtney, I'm your host, and today I'm joined with Trevor, and today we're talking about whether you should consider semi-retirement. And I, I think this is an important question. Even if to our younger listeners, I think you need, everyone is going to retire at some point, so this topic should be important to everybody. But I get if you're in your early 20s, this seems like such a distant thought. You know, why you have a busy life. Why bother yourself with this? But I, I can honestly tell you that if you have a retirement plan in place, it makes working, uh, it, it gives you another reason to go to work or another motivation to go to work. So I, I think having a retirement plan, even at a young age, is critical. And I think beyond a motivation to go to work is, motivation within how to live your life and maybe how to define your goals that that is true so so it, it it's also maybe motivation to manage your spending it's a motivation to uh, maybe have a plan you know the but but having the retirement ends up being your why and so if you have a big enough why you'll figure out the how the how is easy so retirement gives you one more why you're doing whatever it is you're doing, being frugal, uh, you know, being super conservative with your money, uh, living a, a financially responsible life. All these things are your whys. And if retirement can help add to the why, then it motivates you to, to figure out the how. So Trevor, in this episode, we're talking about more than just retirement, though. We're talking about semi-retirement. So for any of your li- can you describe for any of our listeners who aren't quite aware what semi-retirement is? So it, it can look uh, like many things to many people, but if you take your you know, 40-hour-a-week job that you've been doing for however many years, most of your adult life, and you, you decide to scale that back, and you can scale it back in a couple of ways. You can scale back the number of hours you work, or you might work the same number of hours, but in an area of less responsibility. Or you might go into something that that is you're super passionate about, but you make considerably less money doing it. So those are the kind of things that, that semi-retirement could look like. At the end of the day, I think semi-retirement means you're going to earn less money. And, and with less money, it's going to require less of your time and less of your effort. So semi-retirement really is, is reducing the amount of effort you put into earning money. So this really does come back. I mean, to to take this full circle, it really does and can resonate with our younger listeners because like we like we just said earlier, how you live your life now can determine if you are when and how soon you are able to semi-retire. And I, I do think we should preface this with we're I, I don't think this semi-retirement concept is about taking on a, a job where you earn a ridiculous amount of money, but but hate every moment when you're doing that. I think it's, and Trevor, do you want to maybe kind of distinguish between, oh, I mean, why would you want to move from your full-time job to a semi-retirement job? I mean, what are you trying to get away from? What's that kind of miss that link? Well, we've got an article where we're going to go through the kind of the reasons why you would do that. But I think to me, semi-retirement is a compromise between what you described, you working a long time at maybe a job you get tired of, but you keep doing it because you have this full stop retirement dream. And I, I think this semi-retirement represents a compromise or maybe uh, you, you had a plan to do full stop retirement and something got derailed and this is your plan B. 
So before we dive into the six reasons this article outlines about why you should consider semi-retirement, I kind of want to talk about the phenomenon in general. I mean, Trevor, I know you are planning to semi-retire yourself. And and throughout this episode, I do kind of want to... Everyone who listens to the show knows I'm going to... I plan to leave traditional work at 55. And at that time, I'm going to pursue something. And the reason I'm going to pursue something is I I don't think full-stop retirement, particularly at a young age is healthy. I think you need to ease your way into it, particularly. So at age 55, that's when I'm planning to leave my full-time work. And I feel I need to continue to be productive and be a a person who adds value to my community. If you don't, I I think it it ends up being a really, a real slippery slope where you, you could spiral into a, a condition of withdrawal from friends and family and and isolate yourself. So those are some of my concerns. But from my understanding, semi-retirement is a fairly new phenomenon. So do you think, or maybe maybe it's not, correct me if I'm wrong, but do you think semi-retirement has kind of developed out of maybe learning from the past generations and, and what has happened when maybe individuals saw their parents or grandparents take on a full-on retirement? You know, so if, if I... Anyone who has kids, so it kind of this is how I, you know, when I talk to people who are retired and they describe the the boredom or the amount of spare time they have on their hands, how they fill the, how it's a struggle to fill their day with things to do. And someone who's in the working world working 40 hours a week, they can't even begin to digest that. You know, they can't even interpret that as a problem. But for just to get you close to what that might look like, is, is any listener who has been uh, a parent, so you're just say you have a couple of kids, you've been a parent for 20, 25 years. And when you, when you begin, when you start becoming a parent, it's really hard. And, and the, the, the struggle is making somebody else's life or somebody else more important than you. And that's where parents, once they make that transition, parenting gets easier, but getting through that transition is really hard. So once you've crossed that threshold and now you you kind of do everything for your children. You commit your all your spare time and all your energy to the raising of your children. And then when your children leave home, you end up with this, and you dream of having spare time when your children leave home. But when they leave home, you end up with this huge void of time that it, it, it's a bigger void than you could have ever anticipated. And you you end up filling it because you still have a full-time job but it doesn't come easy. You know, you're searching for hobbies and interests to fill that time. At least this is how it happened to me. And so I can only imagine when you, when you retire from your full-time job, the void of time that you're going to have at your disposal, it's going to be even more dramatic and more, more of a struggle to fill that void. So I think semi-retirement is a nice transition. It's a nice way to, to sort of wean yourself off a 40-hour work week and get used to having spare time and in, in voids throughout your day of, of you don't know what you're going to do next. See, that right there, it sounds like a difficult phenomenon to really wrap your head around. I mean, everyone does dream about having spare time because it never feels like we have enough of it. So, but but to all our parents, I'm sure that example right there does resonate with um, their future life as a, as a retired individual. Here's, here's another consideration is if you think of, if an athlete being conditioned, you know, building up a conditioning for, uh, to, to run races or whatever you, 
you, you spend your whole life building up this conditioning to go to work every day and perform every day. And you've built up this mental and physical conditioning to, to do that, to endure that over a working career. If you go full stop retirement just for a couple of years and you decide you don't like it, you don't like all that spare time, get, you've lost a ton of conditioning that you've built up over your working career that you're going to have to, going back to work will be really hard. So that's another reason that semi-retirement is a nice transition. It is If you retire, just particularly if you retire early and then you decide that you really don't like all the spare time, it's, it's, it's not what you hoped it would be, going back to work will be really hard. So I want to dive into the six reasons to consider semi-retirement within this article and we'll have this article linked in our show notes but before I I, we launch into that I want to I think highlight and I think this is the point um highlighted in the beginning of this article is that the the reasons to consider semi-retirement are more than just about the financial benefits because this article even starts off by saying that and I'm sure you're in the same place Trevor that you've diligently saved and invested and and planned for for retirement you're you wouldn't be retiring or even semi-retiring if you weren't in in that position to do so so i think it's important to highlight that it's these considerations like you've already been talking about a little bit trevor are more than just again the financial financial concerns financial benefits of of continuing to work so the first reason of six to consider semi-retirement is that work is fulfilling and i think people you know again you've done this for 30 years and it it it, it, a lot of people will describe it as a soul-sucking job or you know, it's just a grind. But what you get from work is a a sense of accomplishment. Whatever it is you do, if you're employed, you must be doing something productive toward a greater cause, something bigger than yourself. And I think if you could continue to get that gratification, which I, I, you cannot underestimate what, what that gives you in return. It's, if you continue to get that at some level in semi-retirement, I, th- I think it's a it's a good feeling. A lot of times being part of a team at work and, and accomplishing a team goal is more gratifying than people give it credit for. And you're doing this sort of all day long, all year long, all week long. And I, I think it's, it's un- you, you would underestimate the value you're getting from accomplishment. And, and that's how work is fulfilling. So I think semi-retirement would give you a piece of that. So to apply this specific reason to your own life, what what are your plans to take on uh, a task or a job or a position that you feel you are contributing to society and, and feeling fulfilled in that way? Well, it, it's funny. When you're working a full-time job and you're putting in 40 hours a week and you're getting a, a, a pretty decent paycheck, uh, all the other options, they sort of pale in comparison. Even if you're at a subconscious level, you're doing math saying, well, I, I wouldn't do that for that money or I wouldn't do that for that money or, uh, you know, the job I have right now is easier than that job. So for me, I'm going to have to leave my job before my eyes are opened to possibilities. Because right now I got these blinders on and, and everything I'm, I look at is something I might do in some retirement. I'm subconsciously comparing it to what I currently do. So I need to get what I currently do out of my life or, you know, close to out of my life. Once I give my notice at work, it, it will, for all intents and purposes, be out of my life, even though I, I'm, I'm still working 
till the end of whatever the year or wherever that is. But I think you see the world or you see possibilities in a different light when you're not bogged down with a 40-hour-a-week job. So my answer to your question is, at this point, I don't know specifically. I have some ideas in my head, but I haven't got anything concrete. So I think that right that piece right there is, I think, very important for even our listeners in that when they are planning to semi-retire, that maybe it's not absolutely critical that they have exactly what um, they want to do nailed down, but that they can, as long as they're maybe thinking about it in their back of their mind and, 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 and giving it serious consideration, but to not panic if there's not an actual uh, precise end uh, semi-retirement project on the horizon. And you know how I always say life is anything but a straight line. So you may have had the semi-retirement plan in your head for years and and just say you get to semi-retirement and you don't follow through with that particular plan. Maybe a better one presents itself when you're not bogged down with a 40-hour-a-week job. Follow those opportunities. You know, Let go of that hard plan that you've been holding on to forever because maybe something else has it come across that you never thought about is a better opportunity. So point number two about reasons why you should semi-retire is the social life attached to your the idea of of working scratch so the second point of reasons to consider semi-retirement is a social life a lot of people don't look at their work as a social setting because a lot of times you think of a social life as this uh, enjoyable social setting but you're you actually have a social life at work it, it may you may be interacting with people that you you're forced to interact with, but it's still, it still, it represents a social circle that you live in. And one of the things I, I know from talking to some retired people that there was people that say they work with that really annoyed them or they, they just struggled to communicate with. And that person represented the most abrasive or disruptive person in their social circle uh, that they had. And everybody else they interacted with in life seemed more pleasant because they, they were more pleasant than this one person. And so they enjoyed their interaction with everybody else. If you take that one person that, that you really did not like interacting with out of your life, then you end up resetting your tolerance for dealing with, I'll say, difficult people or challenging personalities. And you, so you lose some of that conditioning. So even though you're in a social setting with somebody that you don't get along with, they're actually adding value to your life in that you're appreciating other people and, and, and their qualities because of that person's negative impact on you. It kind of sounds backwards, but that's one way to look at some of the social values you're getting from work. If And hopefully you don't work with somebody like that, but I, I got a feeling everybody's got somebody in their work life that they wish they didn't. So I think that's one of the things in a social... And the other thing is just interacting with people. Whether you enjoy it or don't enjoy it, just interacting with people. Funny thing is, you if you don't do that on a regular basis, you actually lose some of your communication skills, start, start to break down. In semi-retirement, if you, you interacted half as often with, with these people, you would, you would still have that social connection. So... So I looked at this in a negative way, but on the upside, just say you enjoy the people you work with. Well, if you retire full stop retirement, you actually end up severing those people out of your life. That's a horrible thing. If you could semi-retire 
and keep working for that same employer, keep that same social circle. You, you, you re- continue to keep those connections with those people. So, and you tend to be closer to the people you work with than you think because you're with them every day, all day long. So I, I think that's a social, the social life you get from work is often underestimated. The third point within the list is feeding your passion is, again, one of the reasons to consider semi-retirement. So the one thing with passions, and we've talked about this before in the podcast, is I would warn anybody from monetizing your true passions because quite often that will suck the fun and enjoyment out of your passion. So if you're looking at semi-retirement and you're thinking of monetizing your passion, I, I would caution you to really think it through and make sure you're not going to just take everything you love about this passionate thing and monetize it and turn it into a job. So that, that to me would be the worst thing. And I, I think it's important to know what passion is. So one thing I wanted to get to with semi-retirement, and it, we, I wanted to talk at the beginning of the show and I forgot about it, is I, I think to be successful in semi-retirement, this sounds crazy, but I think you need to sh- stop short of your financial independence number. And that sounds crazy, but the reason I'm saying that is it, it, if, so the ideal semi-retirement or the ideal candidate for semi-retirement would be somebody who has their survival expenses covered by passive income, meaning investments. So your survival off the street expenses are covered by passive income. So now the only reason you're, you're working in semi-retirement or the only purpose for the money is to fund the comforts of your life. So this is a, and I mentioned this around passions because if you think of what a passion is, if you're passionate about something, it's it's something that you're willing to fight for or willing to struggle through. So everyone thinks your passions are just unicorns and rainbows, right? That that that's how you know you're doing your passion. Well, that actually isn't it. It's it's you know you're passionate about something if you're willing to struggle through it. So I know somebody who just is just loves dogs and they they foster dogs. They look after uh, dogs that have been abandoned and, and haven't found a new home yet. And th- this person will clean up a, a backyard full of dog crap and 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 dog messes in their house and and dog hair all over the place because she is so passionate about caring for abandoned animals. So that's a lot of work and sometimes it gets really hard and it, uh, it takes time to get them adjusted to her house, but it's a lot of work, but she's so passionate about it that she'll push through those uncomfortable, those difficult moments be- because of her passion. I-, I mentioned that if you retire with a little bit of hunger, financial hunger, if you're pursuing a passion and you do get money out of it, if you don't need the money and it gets hard, you might just quit. So this is where having a little financial hunger might help you in in pursuing a passion in semi-retirement. In saying all that, though, you say that your passive income should cover all of your off-the-street expenses, but... I mean, if you if you semi-retire and and you're just hoping to pursue your passion, where's that fine line between erring on the side of accumulating a little bit more wealth within your your full um, pre pre semi-retirement job, so you're not kind of teetering too far on the edge? So in the yeah, so in the perfect world, you would have your whole lifestyle covered in passive income, and you would just be working in semi-retirement because you want to. 
But I'm saying if you're pursuing a passion in semi-retirement, you might want to have a little financial hunger to keep you focused on your passion. Because the one I described, just say that lady was getting paid for looking after those dogs. Uh, If it got a little hard, she might just say, you know what, I I don't want any more dogs. I I don't need these headaches. And, And walk away from it. And then she she would be walking away from a passion just because it got a little challenging. So not not everybody needs that. So I'm not suggesting people, you know, set themselves up for to be on the financial edge all the time. But I, it's it's only as if you're pursuing a passion in semi retirement that 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 mindset could be useful. So the fourth point within reasons to consider semi retirement is to keep active. You you quite often hear this. If people go to full stop retirement and they lose a reason to get up in the morning. You know, they watch a lot of TV, binge watch Netflix, and next thing you know, they're, they're, they've gained 10, 15 pounds and they're, they're out, of, out of shape. Having a reason to get up every morning, if you're not somebody who, some people are, are self-motivated, they can find odd jobs and hobbies to keep them busy, but if you can't, if, if you know you're one of these people who are just naturally passive, and you're you're a follower. You you need somebody to sort of guide you and tell you what you should be doing or when you should be doing it. Then semi-retirement probably is going to be your friend, not your enemy, in this case. So keeping active. I don't think it means keeping like in a fitness regimen. I mean just a reason to get up every morning or not every once a day to to go somewhere to get out of your house. So I think semi-retirement could help people who are not naturally inclined to stay busy themselves. And when we're speaking to the point of keeping active, I think this is definitely a point to maybe embrace before you even semi-retire. So whether it's um, going for walks or bicycle rides, but just just integrate it before you stop semi-retiring. So it just kind of integrates into your semi-retired life, I think maybe is an optimal gradual way to incorporate that. So the fifth point and fifth reason to consider semi-retirement is it's a way to give back. And this one, I don't know if I agree with it. So this one is suggesting that, you know, you've been a long-term employee at a company and you've, you've built up all this knowledge and all this experience that somebody new comes in to fill your position and you could work part-time to help mentor this person and bring them up to speed. Well, for me, I, I want to break free from where I've worked for the last 20 or 30 years. I, I want a new challenge. I want something, uh, I, I can see where my word help people and it would give back to the company I worked for. And that's admirable. But I really, for me, semi-retirement is, is taking on a new challenge, a new opportunity. It's a new page in my story. So uh, for me, th- this, this is not a motivator for semi-retirement for me. And the sixth and final reason to consider semi-retirement is better finances. I know we said at the beginning that financial, that the whole purpose of semi-retirement is not always around finances, but it does, again, just by nature, could result in better finances. Well, in, so in Canada, all Canadians who have worked, we, we have some government pensions at our disposal. We've got old age security, kicks in at age 65. And we've got Canada Pension Plan, which uh, you could collect it as early as 60 or as late as 70. And the earlier you collect it, the smaller the benefit. The longer you wait, the bigger the benefit. So what 
a, what what a semi retirement could do is it could you could semi you could work semi retirement until say age 70 that would bridge the gap until your larger Canada pension plan benefit kicked in at age 70 so that's that's an angle you could work or just say you want to try your 55 you can't start collecting Canada pension until 60 and old age security is insured till 65 semi retirement could bridge that gap so you could work it from both ends I, I'm a big fan of of doing it for a financial reason as well as is personal reasons. And again, if whatever you choose in semi-retirement gets a little challenging, having some financial hunger will keep you focused, which kind of that's what kept you employed your, your whole working career. So why wouldn't it work in semi-retirement? And then once you hit the, the government pension start kicking in, then then you're you're no longer the financial hunger goes away. Maybe by then you're sort of in the groove of your your semi-retirement job and and you enjoy it. So it's kind of, you, you could sort of work it from a couple of angles. So one, I don't know if this is a point in itself or just kind of a point to add on to one of the existing points, but something that wasn't brought up and I think is important to realize is that, I don't know, when you're semi-retiring, you're, you're working in that, in your new position or your new project or, or whatever that may, may be because you want to be there and not because you have to be there. And there used to be this saying when I was growing up, um, my mom used to say there's a bad walk and a good walk. And a bad walk is when you had to, you walked because you had to walk and that was your only mode of transportation. When we were younger and we'd, we'd, we lived in a small, small city, so or small town, so we, walking was a, a valid means of transportation. And then there's a good walk and that's when you actually leave your home for a leisurely walk. So I think the same kind of walk analogy applies to, to working in that semi-retiring yes you're still working but it's in something that you want to want to do i really like that analogy that that is a a good way to spin it and i i think the important distinction like you said is in semi-retirement works if you're doing it because you want to do it not because you have to do it and i i think that is a a really good distinction you'll know if you if if you're enjoying semi-retirement or if it's agreeing with you is is it if it's something you want to do every day. And I think that being said, well, semi-retirement is something you personally want to do, Trevor. Would you? Would it be safe to say that semi-retirement may not be for everyone, for, for everyone? I mean, I'm sure there's individuals listening to this podcast who absolutely love their, their full-time job and they're very satisfied there. And I think if, if that works that individual, I think that is completely and completely valid. Oh, I agree. And, and for all the people that are... are, are in full-time jobs and, it, and and they they hope it never ends and they want to do it t- till their dying days. I, I'm, je- I'm jealous. I'm envious of those people. So Trevor, we've covered the six reasons to consider semi-retirement from this article, which will again be linked in the show notes. Is there any other reasons that, that you have personally resonated with you to want to pursue semi-retirement? I, I want to just mention a book that I read and, and we'd mentioned this in the podcast before. And it, this book is, it's, it's really all about semi-retirement and it's called Victory Lap Retirement. It's written by a Canadian author, Mike Drake and Jonathan Chereau. And it is a fabulous book. I read it twice. I enjoyed it so much. It's not Canadian specific, but I, I, whenever I get a personal finance book and it's written by a Canadian author, I know they're looking at it through the same lens I am. And I just, I I can't recommend this book enough to anybody young or old. I mean, you need to read this book 
the sooner the better. And we'll have this book in our, actually it might already be there. We have a book list on our website at livelifesimple.ca. We keep a book list there that Trevor's always adding to when he comes across new resources. And, and also if you uh, listening to this have any great resources that have really moved you the same way this book has for Trevor, for instance, let us know. Um, and we'd love to add on to our book resource list. So Trevor, that brings us to the end of today's episode on reasons to consider semi-retirement. Thank you so much to everyone listening to this for tuning in today and, and on this episode about semi-retirement. If you are planning to semi-retire yourself or you, if there's any reasons that have resonated with you to want to pursue semi-retirement, leave us, uh, leave us a comment on our, our contact submission form at livelifesimple.ca or feel free to send us an email at livelifesimple365 at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here this this week. My name is Courtney. I'm your host and I'm joined with Trevor and this has been Simple Money Solutions. Until next week, keep it simple.